Lemonade, freshly brought to you by Bless Vision Foundation. This episode is sponsored by Rotary Club of Hong Kong Sunrise. The views and opinions expressed in the following interview are those of the guests and do not necessarily reflect the views or position of Blessed Vision Foundation. Welcome to Lemonade tonight. And um, tonight I have uh, another very special guest with us. And he is a pastor. He is Pastor John Malcolm. And he's from Calvary Church, Hong Kong. Well, the interesting and the third thing that's really impressed me is um, in the church like Pastor John, where he's leading, there's over 20 nationalities, 22 zero nationalities congregation members in his church. And uh, he has been in Hong Kong for 26 years and he born in India and grew in Singapore and then served in Hong Kong. I believe he got many stories because uh, in his daily life, he really communicate with different nationalities. It's a, a vibe, a variety. And so I'm so glad to have Pastor John here with us to share with us his stories and about what he see, what he experienced. Hello, Pastor John. Hi, Kerry. Good to be with you today. Yeah, I'm yes. good to be with you today too. And I know that you, you're in your church here is over 20 nationalities. Yes. And um, uh, well, when you leading this church, is there any interesting things or any challenging things? What will you say? I, I think it's both. It's both interesting and challenging because when you have such uh, number, uh, nationalities, uh, in all our uh, uh, churches that we have here in Hong Kong. And I would say over the years, you, we might have even had about 60 to 80 different nationalities come through, wow. through our doors, you know, at one point or the other. So um, in any setting, we have about, yeah, about 20-something. And uh, it, it is always brings a very good mix uh, mm. into our um, gatherings. But that also uh, brings challenges because uh, culture mm. and uh, how people respond to things, how people and what... What means one thing to one culture can be mm. an offensive to somebody else. Yes. You know, yes. actions or words. It yes. could be, uh, you know, in so many different Miscommunication ways. Miscommunication may Com happen. Yes. How do you deal with this? Because you are the pastor, supposed to leading one. Yes. You always, I'm not sure, but maybe standing between oh, oh, here and there. Yes. And what do you do? Yes, it's not easy because uh, everybody would say, well, in my culture, it's okay to do that. Mm. Or in my culture, that's offensive, you know. Uh, so it's all. I think uh, one of the things we, we preach and we minister is to teach the people that our first of all, as Christians, our identity is in Christ. So when everybody it doesn't matter what nationality you're from, our identity is in Christ. So mm -hmm. we base everything, we deal everything on a uh, uh, on on a biblical base. Mm, do you have any cases that really like um, impressive to you? Uh, how you handle the conflicts or different opinions? Oh, yeah, is there any cases you can share? It, it's always, you know, uh, sometimes it could be the words that is being used. Mm. Sometimes in certain cultures, certain behaviors are okay. You know, what and, is the worst case? What was the worst case well, that you have to deal with? Uh, sometimes it's words that we use. You know, certain certain cultures and you know, people will use a word. Uh, for example, in, in sometimes some people might say it's stupid. Mm. Okay. Uh, for some, for for some people, it might be okay, mm, mm, but for mm. some for some culture, it really becomes offensive. I, I'm just giving you this one, for example, uh, this gesture, right? Okay. So people will say, "What are you talking about?" You know, it's like, "What is it?" You know, it's like for some, it's a question. Mm. For some, let's eat. For some, let's fight. Oh wow! It's just like this just gesture like have absolutely a 
It's extreme Absolutely. meaning. Mm. Yes, yes. So, so how to balance the communication? What do you remind us if we need to communicate with different nationalities, people? Well, the the thing is this, you know. I, I think going back, we got you know as Christians, we got to come back to the Word of God, mm. you know, for us to remind ourselves. You know, um, even Paul says, you know, whatever, you know, there are things we all can do, but I don't want whatever I do, I don't want it to be a stumbling block for you. Mm-hmm. Okay, maybe in my culture, my, me doing this in my culture is okay. Mm-hmm. All right, it's nothing wrong, but in your culture, if it's offensive, maybe I should stop. Do, uh, if I have a maturity and understanding, maybe I should be more sensitive to you. Right. Maybe there are things that you're going to say and do something in your culture that is very offensive to me. I'll tell you another thing. For example, you know, uh, in some of the cultures, Europeans in the church, people like to have, um, say, uh, good mo- uh, greet you. Mm. Sometimes, you know, in, in other other cultures, they don't necessarily greet like the way they they would like mm. to be greeted. Mm. Look into their eyes. Uh-huh. You know, one of one Westerner was uh, uh-huh. saying, and the other one was the Asian person. This Asian person, whenever they shook their hands, they say hello, yeah. but they will never look eye to eye. Oh, yeah, yeah. Have you, have you met that? Yes, and, and, yes. Uh, and uh, you might have seen that also in Nepal, for example, if you've gone there, uh, people won't look at you eye to eye. Yes. You know, that sometimes it's cultural too, you know. Uh-huh. You know, so that becomes offensive, meaning like, why aren't you... Uh, why don't you look at me, look at me right? Exactly. When you shake my hand, you should look at me, yes. right? So mm. it's not it's not offensive necessarily, but it's just the way it is, you know. Mm. So uh, you... Uh, that's that's the uh, take on it, you know. Mm. So the, the, the so uh, what we could do. So how do we solve that problem? You know, the thing is, is if the person realizes we as Christians, what are we to do? Mm. Can I do something? You know, yes, my culture is such, but how can I not compromise? Uh, but the thing, you know, to do something to uh, not to be a stumbling block. So there are words that we speak. There are actions that we. Uh, that we uh, demonstrate that mm. could be offensive to people, mm. or it may not be uh, something which people like. Mm. But I think when when a person when we understand that, I think it's important for us to say, hold on a second. Um, uh, you know what? For the sake of my brother and sister, I'm willing to do that. Let me let, let me let me deal. Uh, let me give it to you in a pastoral point of view. Mm. Dealing with issues, problems, yes. misunderstandings in a mm, church, right? Certain culture will say, no. In our culture, we don't deal like that. We, we, we don't we are not confrontational certain you know mm. because of the way they are and maybe the wish they just that's also do with personality mm. but generally you know because we have encountered they'll say well my culture we don't really go out there mm. and confront people mm. so you have somebody who is quiet and they are offended and they are hurt mm. and the other one is uh is, is like pushing on hey why yeah. aren't you guys doing that because of that's how they are in their culture mm. <laughs> you know and they'll say well you know and, and you have a tension right there yeah between two cultures how do you deal with that you know yeah, yeah. so you know maybe the one who's uh, who's very strong and uh, very aggressive <laughs> need to realize that's part of their culture so how can I get them talking mm. and this person realizing them being aggressive does not mean that they are hating me mm. or you know but you know maybe they just want to talk with me mm. you know and I think it's a it's a maturing of everybody together. Mm. So, you know, um, it, it's not the end of it, yeah. <laughs> but we'll always have some issues that we're going to deal with. Yeah. Of course, some a lot of things are also intertwined with personalities and mm. uh, of the individual, but also a lot of things are cultural. What do we have to do if we find out some behavior or our language have been also offensive to others? I, I think it's good to find out, first of all, uh, that it did offend them. You How know, do we can find out? You usually? know, you can observe from their face, uh, face, their action. Maybe they, they maybe they'll stop talking to you too much. <laughs> you know, maybe okay. when they cut up, they will just leave it with you high and by. And hold oh. on a second, you talk to me a whole lot. 
but uh, uh, you know, uh, I, I don't know unless you allow me to say this word. But mm. uh, uh, you know, I'll write it to you if you allow uh, sure. me this word. But if you, with your permission, I will say it. But sure, please. Okay. Yeah. You, you can see this word right there. <laughs> yeah, sure. Okay. Okay. So the thing is this, you know. Uh, uh, it's important for us if it's so I say I think as Christians we're dealing here with Christians you know mm. I gotta come hey Karen is this something that I've done mm. uh, I said that it's not you know we're not talking it's like mm. how we used to you know mm. um, I said yeah you know and uh, and I'm hoping that you're honest enough to say uh, yeah you know yeah. Uh, that's something that you said but you, you know for example I, I'll bring it out okay mm. in this uh, this is what with your approval I'm saying that yeah, sure. it's the world it's the word shit right there mm. okay in many of the Asian culture uh, Asian language we use uh, you know we use this word yes. as, as like oh my gosh yeah, you know, yeah, it's like yeah, oh yeah, yeah. You, just, you know if you use that in America that's such a cuss word right there yeah. oh, in yes. Australia that's a cuss word that's that's as bad as any uh, four letter uh. words or anything it's very bad mm-hmm. and they get uh, and and the thing is people say oh you know they'll use this s oh you know because it's just an expression it's like say it's like saying oh my gosh yes, kind of thing yes, you know yes. some is just like expression yes mm. and, and, and that word you know it, like in, uh, because my wife is from Malaysia and from Singapore and we all use this you know use the word very common even among Christians yes because they just express Expressing their feeling and emotion feeling, at that exactly, moment. Exactly, exactly. Mm. So this is one word just to let you know. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, you, in America, you know, Christians uh, or they will think this is this is a very bad word, mm, uh, very offensive. Offensive. Australians, you know, they think that, that's really offensive, mm. a, a offensive word, you know, and they take offense at you on that. Mm. So if they say something like that, and you're not talking, say if you are that person who who knows wow. this word is very offensive, say hold on a second, and this has happened. So I, you know, and we got to tell them this this word is so common in our in our uh, uh, in our culture, okay. you know, and we don't mean by anything. Oh, <laughs> we so don't we have to speak more, explain more. Explain. Mm. So what it takes is for you to understand where I'm coming from. Yes. But also, it's going to take me to understand. You know what? This word is offensive. So yeah. let me be careful. Even though my culturally, it's okay. Yeah. You know uh, what? That's what Paul the Apostle said. Everything is, you know, uh, uh, permissible, mm. but not everything is beneficial. Uh, right, it's not beneficial. Right. You know, the thing. I, you know, I I personally don't use this word for the sake of, uh, you know, <laughs> right. you know. Uh, but the thing is, sometimes we use it, mm. and by that, by offending you, I lose a brother, I lose uh, a sister, right. I lose a relationship. Right. But you know what? If I would educate myself, mm-hmm. and that way, you know, say you know what? I'm going to be careful, mm. and uh, I, can, I can use some other words to to, like, to replace yeah, this. I can use uh, uh, some other word. You know, mm. oh gosh, you know, the kind of a thing, yeah. some other expression. <laughs> uh, uh, you know, in of uh, using this mm. to uh, uh, to help the relationship. Yes. So we, everything we do is just try to help to build up the relationship yes. rather yes. than to destroy it. Yes. I have learned a very good lesson today from uh, Pastor John this section. <laughs> and uh, let's have a rest right now. And after coming back, um, we will talk and we will have a keep this chatting with Pastor John again. See you later. Again, we have Pastor John with us And uh, last section, we have a very good chat about And I really learned a good lesson How to communicate to different nationalities And uh, in this section uh, Because I know in this like 20, 20, 20 years In the previous year And um, there was a lot of things happened The pandemic, the, the social disputes A lot of things And um, under this situation I know that the church um, has stopped for many activities have cancelled and 
and what is the changes you can see? Yeah, thank you. Um, thank you once again, Carrie. Mm. Um, the um, last year, I think it's been the it's been a real unprecedented year. You know, all these years, and I think if you look at it from the perspective of, of a pastor who pastors the church, to a businessman who's running a business, yeah, to so a president hard. who's running his country, wow. to our CE uh, who, who uh, she's running our uh, Hong Kong, yeah. to the prime ministers of and rulers, oh. nobody has been in this place before. Right. So none of us have been in this place like before. Like a strange world. Exactly, except for God. <laughs> so that's a good <laughs> yeah. thing. <laughs> yeah. So God has been in this place before, and you know He knows the mm. end from the beginning, and we yeah. know that. So the the thing is, none of us have been here, and not, and we have all, by God's grace, navigated. Mm. Through 2020, which was so challenging, so difficult, but also I believe it's how and what we have seen in 2020 is how we have responded. You know, I've heard of people who have responded very negatively to 2020, very negative, and mm. until now they're just so glad that they got out of 2020. You know, <laughs> and you know, this almost like, oh, I'm in 2021, but not realizing what 2021 might also hold for us. You yeah. know, all the challenges. But there are others who have taken the challenge at the same time and saying, you know what, this has been my best year. Mm. Meaning, not because they have more money or more business or mm. more salary, but no, everything is the opposite. But somehow the perspective changed, mm. and they begin to see, you know, uh, they begin to see more than all the natural uh, things on the on, on the superficial and mm. surrounding. They begin to see that their life is uh, the meaning of life. Mm. Why am I existing here? What can I do with my life, and how can I be of Him? Mm. So, people have responded differently. That's for yes. sure. Mm. You know, and. Um, and and, and and some of the uh, negative side, if you want me to get on that, you know, mm-hmm. on, on on things that were going on in, uh, in the past year, you know, it has really tested a lot of things. Mm. In the global, it has tested pretty much our governments. Yeah. You know, how much can our government take? Right. It's almost like, uh, what is the break, breaking point? <laughs> yeah. Our healthcare system, mm. breaking point. Yes. Uh, we're talking about all over the world, mm. you know. Uh, all the systems that we have in place, the medical system, the, the healthcare system, the, mm. the, the financial system. Financial, the mm. church system. But let yeah. me also bring it down. Even our society and even our families. Yes. And true. even the family. How much can the family take when everybody is staying together for 24 hours? How many, How much an individual can take? Absolutely. Yeah, right. Mm. Absolutely. You know, one of, you know, many times people say, oh, I want to spend time with my children. Mm. Or parents will say, oh, I want to spend time with my, my children. I want to spend time with my wife. Now that we had the opportunity to spend time with our wife and our husband and mm. our children, maybe now people don't want to spend so much. Because <laughs> they realize that actually spending time with each other has really gone, got people crazy. Yes. Really, it's gotten them so crazy mm. because, uh, uh, you know, everybody's on each other. And especially, of course, especially in Hong Kong's context, um, uh, it, this is not an excuse, but we, we can see uh, Hong Kong context because everybody's, the homes are small. Yes. You know, we don't have a place to go out and play and everything yes. in, in, in 400 square feet, 300 right. square feet, You have nowhere to move. How, yes, how can you move? There's no, and you know. Every, no uh, space. Yes, and if you have two children, the father has to be on the computer. Yes. Work, the mother, if she's working, and then you have the two children and you have to have a helper and everybody's right there yeah. and everybody's on each other's and you can't go out. The playgrounds are all shut, you right. know, and so much of limitation and this fear about going out. There's so many things that are happening and, and, and it really affects us as uh, our society and 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 so not only we have seen from government we all all we've seen all the way till families mm. and I would say even churches mm-hmm. you know what, what is our breaking point mm. and you know and many times we have broken down our family stuff you know we have seen in the past year Gary mm. that there's been more 
domestic violence than ever before. Oh. Not only in Hong Kong, not only in the, uh, here, but all across the world. There's mm. been more, you know, there's been more um, uh, uh, fights in ho- at home. At home. Mm-hmm. Domestic violence at home. Mm. Uh, more, more divorces. Yeah. You yeah. know, mm. you know uh, and, and, and we're supposed to, and what happened is the ugliness of the family has also come out. Mm. You know, as much as we want to see family together, as much as, uh, right. you know, and especially, let, let me take this a bit more further with Hong Kong. Hong Kong, unfortunately, we didn't start with COVID-19. We already started with the political unrest. Yes. Already caused a lot of problem. Right. You know, and uh, f- uh, there was uh, frictions between parents and children and uh, uh, friends and family members already. Right. And COVID-19 just didn't need too much. It broke yes. it just like that. Right. <laughs> so just like one sneeze, mm-hmm. uh, everything broke. We didn't have like other countries, you know. Yeah. So uh, Hong Kong, we are dealing with a lot more. And one of the things, I w- I'll take this opportunity. I'm not here for politics or anything, but I will just say this, mm-hmm. that that our, our, our society in Hong Kong, we need healing. Mm. We need healing, you know. Right. This is not about uh, this or that. That's not the uh, platform for this right now. Mm. But what I want to say is our young people need healing. Our older people need healing. Young and the old need healing. People need to be heard. Yes. People need... And one of, the way, one of the ways of healing is there's so many things that we could do. But one of the things is giving people a platform to be heard. You know, what are you saying? I want to give you the time so that you can share with me what's in your heart. When you share with me what's in your heart, it's part of the healing that takes place that you're right. sharing. You know what? I'm, I'm, I'm so offended by this thing. I'm so offended by that. I'm so, and so if you look at it, Gary, last, I think uh, uh, Hong Kong U came up with an article. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it was out in a, a number of South China Morning Post, a number of other um, newspapers. They said that 75% of Hong Kong people are in some kind of depression. Mm. Uh, and I don't know whether you're able to see that. Mm-hmm. 70 to 75 percent of Hong Kong people are mm-hmm. some kind of emotional uh, stress and uh, some kind of, in, uh, you know, um, from some of them very severe, some mm-hmm. are very mild. Mm-hmm. But 70 percent, that means seven out of 10 Hong Kong people have issues. Right. That's very alarming. Yes, it's and, very and alarming. And 50 percent are 24 years and below. You have 70%, more than 70% of Hong Kong people are affected, you know, in mm. depression. And, and many of them is because uh, some of the contributing factors is self-worth. Self-worth. Mm. Self-worth. I mean, you think about it. Self-worth is just not because of what self-worth got to do with COVID. It's already began when we are having political unrest. Mm. Because nobody has given you an opportunity for you to listen to you. Who am I? First of all, my parents don't listen to me mm. because I'm wrong. If I go outside... My teachers don't want to listen to me. Mm-hmm. My professors don't want to listen to me. My country don't want to listen to me. Mm-hmm. You know what? Maybe my friends don't want to listen to me because everybody has whatever, you know. And and uh, I, I'll tell you, and, and that brings a lot of people into uh, uh, committing suicide. You know, in, in our church, uh, uh, just to a couple of students, uh-huh. uh, a couple of students in our school, young people, yeah. their classmates committed suicide. Yes, and we're talking about 15 years old, 14 years old, the past years year. Old? Yes, wow. and, and it's all the stress and the pressure. And I, I would say it's just not for Hong Kong context. It's just not COVID-19. Mm. It's 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 a coupling together of what had happened. Everything, without, just everything. these two or three years happened and just yes. accumulated. Uh, and, and people don't have an opportunity to get healed. Mm. Because what's happening, we're moving so fast. Mm-hmm. You know, political unrest finished, now we're going to COVID. next to COVID. And next next thing is what? You know, we're moving, 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 yeah. one to the another. And, and, and we're not 
finding out what's what's hurting you as a person, you know, like for me to ask, Kerry, what is really bothering you? What, what are things that you're disappointed you about? You have no time to think about no, that. And, nobody, and the thing is, nobody's asking the question. Because everybody is dealing with it. Yes. And everybody is unrest. Exactly. Unrest. Exactly. And every daily is just thinking, oh, how to deal with today's issue. Yes. And how to deal with uh, tomorrow's issues. Exactly. We have no time to think about a past yes. or to digest what's the emotions and feelings. Absolutely. What can we do? You know, I think... You know, um, th- th- I believe there are organizations who can really respond to this. But on a personal level, I- I'll say, I don't think you need to have something big. But I think when you have a, get an opportunity, just talking to people, give, give them, make them feel like they are heard. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much, Pastor John, for sharing with us. Yeah, it's very good. Just um, start from small, start from ourselves. So listen to others or just um, doing something, just what you can do just very small maybe just spend time to listen to one children one student one popo yes shared and i will be at the healing process will start Absolutely. from there thank you so much pastor john for tonight's and sharing and um i believe this is a very fruitful episode and we hope that everyone you have a happy new year yes. and do you have any encouraging word for us pastor john yes i will mm. i will say this um anytime you feel down Don't fight your battle on your own. Don't ever fight your battle on your own. That's my only, I, I'll strongly say this. Don't fight your battle on your own. Because you got to understand, you might, even though you might feel like you're all alone, you're not alone. There are people around you. There are hotlines you can call. Mm-hmm. There are churches that you get, who can help you. There are uh, organizations like yourself, like Blessed Vision is right here to help people in th- times like, even though we might not be professional, but we can always guide pe- them to professional help and all they've needed. But Reach out and ask. Let, let, me, let me just give this story real quickly. It's in the Bible. Mm. The story about in Mark chapter 2 is about these four men who carried their friend to Jesus. All right? And that's what we need in our lives. We need friends like that. So what they did was they carried the friend to Jesus because this man was sick, really sick. He can't walk, so they carried him, and they brought them to Jesus. And when they came to the house where Jesus was, who was preaching, he, um, Jesus was, uh, you know, the house was closed. You know, no, they couldn't get in. But what they did was they went up on the roof, mm-hmm. they dug the ceiling, and they brought him down to Jesus. Mm-hmm. See, that's what we need. Friends who will not give up on hope. Mm-hmm. Be friends who will lead you to hope that is in Jesus Christ. Right. Be friends who will carry you, even though their muscles were getting <laughs> wired. You know, right. my final thought is this. Seek help. Get true friends who will help you to find hope. That's what we need. And, and I found my hope in Jesus. And, and that's a story about also is, is, is they, they wanted to bring this friend to Jesus because there's hope in Jesus Christ and, right. and, you know, and there's salvation in him. And, and, and yeah. that's my encouragement. Mm-hmm. You don't, if any time you feel like commit, ending your life or anxiety or whatever it is, get help. Yes. As soon as you can. Don't wait for one more day. Right. Immediately. Like yes. I said, nip into the bud right yeah. there. <laughs> <laughs> Immediately. So every one of you listen to this uh, radio program and you want to seek for help, you can call in 2155-2707. 2155-2707. You can leave your message here and yes. we will call back you immediately. So remember, every moment when you need help, you just pick it up. And Lovely. when you seek, you will find. Thank you, Pastor John, thank again, you. and thank you, everyone. Good night. Welcome to Cantonese Time. Guangdong Flora, how are you? 
Money is so good to meet you in Tiu Cup Supermarket. What do you mean? Tiu Cup Supermarket means supermarket. Ah, Tiu Cup Supermarket. Exactly. What are you shopping for in Tiu Cup Supermarket? Mm, I want to buy some gaiyok to make fried chicken. I love to eat gaiyok, and I always order fried chicken with rice when I eat out. By the way, how can I say rice in Cantonese? We say fan for rice. I love to eat fried chicken fan. Let's go and get some choy too. What do you mean by that? Choy means veggie. Yeah, choy means cabbage. Sang choy means lettuce. I want to buy some broccoli to make curry. How can I say broccoli in Cantonese? Broccoli is called Ceylon fa. Flora, thank you so much for teaching me Cantonese again. Let's go and get some Ceylon fa together and have lunch afterwards. That's a good idea.